Hello, HR professionals. Good news. This episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. Stay tuned to access your certification code. We have to be able to nurture that culture. Like with that, that's an everyday commitment. Yeah. It's not values you place on a website. Right. It's not something that you stick inside of um, uh, your S1, <laughs> right? Like yeah. that, that's something that you have to be- You gotta live it. You have right? to live that, yeah. Welcome to The Great Retention, a show spotlighting leaders who've built award-winning cultures where people feel empowered, seen, and recognized. On today's episode, John Duesberg chats with Donald Knight, Chief People Officer at Greenhouse Software, the hiring software company on a mission to help every company become great at hiring. Greenhouse Software has more than 700 employees in four major offices. Donald works to help Greenhouse create an environment for people to do the best work of their lives. And his team helps organizations unlock the potential of talent within their respective organizations. You'll hear how Greenhouse is creating a consistent culture and sense of belonging, keys to help employees feel connected in a remote environment, as well as the things organizations have learned and are still learning people want in their place of employment in order to attract great talent. Let's jump into this content with Donald Knight. Over to you, John. Donald, thank you so much for joining me on the Great Retention Podcast. Um, I have a ton of respect for you as a leader, um, as a friend, um, and uh, super excited for your new executive role, Chief People Officer at Greenhouse. So congratulations on that. No, thank you. And thanks for having me. Great Retention Podcast, like, this is like perfect timing, right? Yeah, Just when yeah. you look at the landscape. So, man, I'm excited and humbled to be here. Well, I really appreciate it. And uh, maybe start off, um, you know, let's give our audience just a, kind of a, an overview about Greenhouse. Tell us about um, the, or, the business, right? Um, but, you know, number of employees, locations, maybe just give us a, a, an overview here. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so Greenhouse, phenomenal organization, uh, most known uh, for uh, the applicant tracking system, um, but we're way more than that. It's a hiring software company, um, and we're really looking to help organizations unlock the potential of talent uh, that they have at, at their organizations respectively. And so helping them unlock that potential is like huge for us. Um, if we did a flyover, right? Like uh, Greenhouse has a little north of 700 uh, phenomenally talented people today. Um, and we have four major offices today. Uh, to include New York, uh, Denver, San Francisco, and Dublin, uh, as in Dublin, Ireland, yeah. uh, which serves as our uh, EMEA headquarters. Um, the beautiful thing, though, I think, is what's rooted inside of Greenhouse, uh, which is this commitment to uh, inclusion, diversity, equity, and allyship. Okay. And it's not only ingrained inside of our culture, uh, but it's inside of the foundation of the organization. And so when we were looking, when our founders, Daniel and John, were looking uh, to really be helpful in helping companies get better at hiring, they wanted to ensure that uh, they address this thought process of how do you create, what are some of the barriers to diversity of thought? And where do we see bias literally creeping in on the recruitment process? Yeah. And so they sought to try to address that. Um, so I'm excited to say, of that 700 plus phenomenally talented people at Greenhouse 
which we affectionately sometimes call greenies. Greenies, um, okay, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that we have almost uh, 20 nationalities represented. Wow, wow. And I can tell you that we have uh, nearly 13 plus languages being spoken. And so from that perspective, I'm super excited about our future and how are we going to continue to have um, services and products that come from our company that help other companies really get better at hiring. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, I know that everyone's looking to figure out how do they attract talent? How do they keep talent? Um, and so, you know, that kind of goes into, you know, another question is just talk to us a little bit about the culture at Greenhouse. And so you mentioned diversity, allyship is kind of at the core, right? But but talk to us a little bit more about that. So talk to us about, you know, culture overall, but also, you know, what does the culture mean to you? You know, are, is, is that part of what brought you to Greenhouse? But just talk to us a little bit about that overall too. Yeah, so again, another phenomenal question. Um, I personally believe that um, talent has to uh, find themselves in places where they belong. And so at Greenhouse, the sense of belonging, I had heard about it, right? You read about it on Glassdoor, you yeah, read about it yeah. on, on LinkedIn. Um, but I'll tell you a quick story. So uh, week three, Daniel, our CEO, and I were going to the EMEA headquarters in Dublin. And uh, we spent a week there, have phenomenal um, Ask Me Anything sessions. We did a, a entire town hall with the team and they were able to ask us questions and grill us on, do we know how to pronounce certain Irish names? <laughs> it was just amazing. Then we yeah. went hiking with the team. Um, okay. But when we leave, right, we're like, so we're, we're, we drove to the, we got to the airport separately. I'm already on, on the flight. And he asked me, he says, you know, like a person who just found their significant other and brought them home for the first time. He's like, uh, what did you think? Like, what'd you think of the culture? Yeah. And I'm like, um, I'll tell you, like, there's two things I'm feeling. The great thing I'm feeling is that the culture is phenomenal. Like everything that I had read about greenhouse culture was very much uh, alive inside of our EMEA headquarters in Dublin. Yeah. My concern, though, was that that was the first office that I had went to. And I wasn't sure if that, that, that bar, that standard of culture uh, would reign uh, consistent across the other offices since I had not visited them. Yeah. And th the beautiful thing is he was like, huh, uh, there's some irony here. He said, that was my first time at uh, the EMEA headquarters uh, just because the pandemic had delayed right. his arrival. And he said that um, it felt like he was at Greenhouse. And this is a founder who's been there since inception. So to see that the culture had made it across the proverbial pond, across the Atlantic, and yeah. it still be alive and well, I think it really speaks to the sense of belonging that we have at Greenhouse and what we've been able to curate there. Our employee resource groups are phenomenal um, to include things like Black House, which is focused towards uh, folks of not just African-American background, uh, but folks that have historically come from the African diaspora or the Caribbean um, uh, region. Uh, we also have things like Verde House, uh, which is uh, and Jade House, which is geared towards our Asian Pacific Islander group. We have Rainbow Houses for our LGBTQ plus community, which is phenomenal. And their insight and how they're helping us navigate this conversation around how do we even look at diversity, equity, inclusion, and allyship differently for that community, okay. uh, which is huge. Um, our our new one, uh, which I'm super super to announce, is Full House 
which is this thought process around caregiving. And typically the way that we were looking at caregiving historically was this thought process of parents and how are they, how are we providing uh, an environment for parents to be there for their children? Particularly this got somewhat highlighted during um, the pandemic, right? Yeah. So starting meetings too early or, or having people stay too late in the office, like giving them the flexibility to be able to focus on children and then dial back in when necessary. Um, but what we found is like from a caregiving perspective, we also have folks representative uh, inside of our organization that are caring for their parents. And so the idea here with that uh, employee resource group is to create a full house experience around caregiving. So not just moms and dads, but also for sons and daughters. Um, and so that's like phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but that commitment to uh, ensuring that we nurture that culture is important. And so as we continue to embrace the stop process of a distributed workforce, we're looking at not only do we should we be looking for ways to enhance the experience of folks, but to also be able to nurture the culture inside of our organization. Um, and so that to me is like super, super exciting. I love the the Dublin story. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm picking up from this conversation is how important that, that feeling of belonging is. Uh, in Greenhouse, you don't talk about remote work, you call, talk about distributed teams. Absolutely. Right, so share, I, I'd love to hear a little bit of your perspective. You know, how have you guys made sure that sense of belonging stays foundational to the culture, Yeah. right? And then maybe even the difference between how you define distributed teams versus re remote teams, why you've you know, specifically called that out. I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I subscribe to this thought process of the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. And uh, there's a phenomenal leader on our people team named Layla. She's based out of Denver. And uh, every day she gets to wake up and focus on how do we enhance those experiences? How are we communicating to talent, but also how we're nurturing that culture? Mm. And she said something to me that was very powerful. She said, um, the beauty behind Greenhouse and as we continue to evolve and improve, one of the things we need to be mindful of is that we need to be a place where talent not only belongs, but that the environment should be a place where they're both respected, rewarded, and recognized. And I think our ERGs and our, our commitment to diversity helps folks feel recognized. We also do a really good job in like, like really giving folks um, space to be able to say thank you, that was a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. But the respect and rewarded piece, I did a click down with her and she said, there's sometimes talent will join an organization and they love the organization so much that they're respected, but financially they're not rewarded. And so they will look to join organizations where they get that reward and they're even willing to give up being respected. Interesting. Right? So okay. they're, they're compensated where they need to be, yeah. but the environment is not conducive for them to be uh, respected. And so from that perspective, I think as we look at this thought process around remote and distributed, that's what we're focused on is this idea that in a remote environment, people feel disconnected. They're right. off on islands. Right. They don't have the proximity with uh, their leadership or even their colleagues, but you might be rewarding them financially, but it's hard for them to feel connected and respected. Mm. For us being a distributed model is this idea that we wanna celebrate the fact that we have 70% of our workforce geographically distributed across the world. We think that's a beautiful thing. We represent 
um, what the world really looks like. And our commitment to diversity goals, our workforce diversity goals, is a constant improvement of how do we continue to evolve and have even more nationalities and languages represented inside of the greenhouse. Uh, but at the same time, we also want to make sure that they feel connected. We want them to feel like you belong here. And how do we curate these experiences where we bring people together very intentionally, where you can feel like you belong? So when you go back out and you're distributed, you're still part of the greenhouse. And so I really, I really credit Layla for helping me understand that a little bit more. Okay. And some of the activities that we have planned in the future, uh, like Funhouse, which I'll, I will have to invite you to one of our Full fun house, fun house. Yeah, fun house, <laughs> okay. man. It's, these experiences are going to be phenomenal. Uh, but I really credit her for really helping me see like that's a responsibility that we have to embrace and continuously nurture and be mindful of. Yeah, I like the idea though that, and it, you know, sounds like it could very well, I could, you know, someone could get this wrong. It's, hey, we're going to focus on rewarding our people well. But you can't just focus on one of these, you know, connecting, respecting, they have to come together, Absolutely. right, to really drive that sense of belonging, engagement, and so forth. So um, I really like what you shared there. No, thank you. Donald, this is great. Uh, next area I want to jump into with you, and it's something that I hear from a lot of leaders right now. They're they're struggling with this, so I want to get your insights, but it's the big buzzword, the great resignation. Okay. <laughs> um, and I know that we're talking about the great retention, the inverse yeah. of that, but I know a lot of folks, you know, hey, you know, they're losing good people for for different reasons. Um, and so wanted to hear, you know, what's a little bit about the experience that that you've seen at Greenhouse, any insights you can share, you know, how, how you've been able to navigate great resignation. Yeah, first and foremost, let me give you and your partner credit. I love optimistic people. And so this thought process of having the great retention podcast as opposed to the great resignation podcast, yeah. I think it really is an illustration of your mentality. Uh, so kudos to you. Well, thank you. Um, Yes, this has been like the biggest topic of conversation, right? Uh, I'll start with this. We missed a whole cycle of folks uh, because of the pandemic. And so there were folks that would normally actively move or seek other opportunities. And that didn't happen because typically during times of uh, economic uh, uncertainty or uh, things like uh, pandemics, uh, talent is less likely to move around because it is a, a sense of like uh, safety and security. Sure. So I think that's that's the first thing I'd be I'd be thoughtful around. I think the other thing is like, if you think about this thought process of like the war for talent, talent makers by our two founders, Daniel Chait, John Strauss, is this thought process of, you know, first page is the war for talent is over, talent won, right? And what we're finding right now is organizations who have not respected and rewarded people Organizations who have chosen not to put people first, organizations who have not created a sense of belonging, they're the ones really being hurt right now because talent is saying enough is enough. I want to go somewhere where I can invest my time and be respected, rewarded, and recognized. And so from that experience, um, we have this thing called the Candidate Experience Report that we published, 1,500 candidates. What we found is 70% of job seekers, right? Like these folks, they were like, look, I'm looking for new opportunities. Yeah. 
huge, like big number. The next thing is like when you look at how quickly do we need to be able to respond to them? 58% of them expect to hear something within a week, right? And then last but certainly not least, 86% of those folks said, hey, if you don't have a commitment to inclusion, diversity, equity, and allyship, not even, I'm not even interested in joining your organization, right? Yeah. And so what I think has happened is at the peak of what folks are calling the great resignation, what we found is all these organizations that have finally realized based on the amount of talent that was willing to move that, oh, we don't do these things well, right? right? And I think that's where Greenhouse can help a lot of companies because it starts uh, with the first impressions that you're making. It starts with what does your hiring process look like? Do you have a structured interview process that helps eliminate bias? How are you even sourcing for folks? We uh, During Greenhouse Open, we announced sourcing automation and we made a strategic uh, acquisition of this phenomenal company called Interseller, which really allows folks to be able to help find diverse talent um, and make it more personal in where they are. And look, I'll, I'll raise my hand. That's how Daniel found me, right? So I think that's another component. I think the last thing I would say around the great resignation is this, right? Like we get to work with phenomenal companies like Donor Choose. We get to work with phenomenal companies like Fastly, HelloFresh, uh, Duolingo. Candidates can tell when you're faking your commitment to inclusion, diversity, equity, and allyship. So I'll, I'll use Duolingo for, for example. Okay. Duolingo just announced uh, over the last few weeks, this idea of duo taqueria. Have you heard of this? No. All right, duo taqueria. So Duolingo, uh, phenomenal startup, helps people learn different languages, right? Just phenomenal. Yeah. Duo taqueria will give, it's gonna be a pop-up shop, restaurant, and it allows folks to be able to come in. They give you a discount for your food if you're practicing the language that you were working on on Duolingo. That's like active inclusion. I like, right? it. like I like and it. And that level of allyship is phenomenal. But companies can tell the difference when you're not doing that. And so I think my, my thought process for folks during this time is look at your hiring process. Look at how you're creating a sense of belonging. Have the tough conversation with yourself and your leaders to say, hey, if we're not, if we're missing the mark here, right, if there's opportunities to improve, and again, the biggest room in the world is a room for improvement. If there are, let's seize this as an opportunity. Yeah. Let's use this as an opportunity to say, hey, how are we going to start to increase our retention efforts? So yeah. that's why I love these kind of mediums. The biggest room in the world is the room for opportunity. Yeah. I love it. And and having some, hey, let's really look at ourselves in the mirror. Yeah. You know, what are we doing? Right. Because, you know, I think that um, someone's going to see really quick if we're not authentic. Right. And so I, I love it, Donald, um, as we wrap up. Right. Sure. So we've got, you know, part of our goal is to share best practices, yeah. lessons learned, right? The real life experiences, right? And, and with other leaders as they're looking to navigate, you know, these same things. So um, any practical pieces of advice that you can share with other leaders um, as we as we close up here today? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I know you're a marathon runner. <laughs> coming right, up next weekend. Coming yeah. up next weekend. Nice. Yeah. So uh, one of my biggest mentors and influences in my life, he, he told me the importance of starting with the end in mind. And I, when I joined Greenhouse a little over 60 days ago, 
one of the things I wanted to make sure that I demonstrated a commitment to is to listen first. So I facilitated these proximity sessions where it was 20 to 30 minutes with literally every member of the people team and every executive at our organization and our board. Hmm. There's a lot of meetings. Yeah, that's a lot of meetings. But what I learned is we have an opportunity to start with the end in mind. And I'll, get, I'll tell you what I mean. Number one, Greenhouse is a phenomenal place to work. And as we continue to scale that culture that we have, we should make sure and we have a responsibility that everyone feels that. Yep. So we have to constantly look for ways to enhance our experiences, particularly in a distributed workforce. The second thing we have to do is that we have to be able to nurture that culture. Like with that, that's an everyday commitment. Yep. It's not values you place on a website. Right. It's not something that you yeah. stick inside of um, uh, your S1, right? Like yeah. that, that's something that you have to be- You gotta live it. You have right? to live that, yeah. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, we have to constantly look for ways to develop our people. And so if we enhance experiences, if we nurture our culture and we develop our people, to me, that's our way of starting with the end in mind. And I'm excited to continue to work with a phenomenal people leadership team uh, and our executive team and all of the many experts that we have across our organization. Uh, I believe in experts, not individual contributors. Like these people are the closest to clients. They're the closest to generating revenue. They're the yep. closest to the market. Uh, and so I look forward to partnering with those folks to do just that. So let's start with the end in mind. And I would challenge any of the other folks that listen to the podcast, like, what are you doing to enhance your experiences? What are you doing to nurture culture? What are you doing to develop your people? Love it, Donald. Thank you so much again for coming on the great retention. Um, you know, like I opened up, ton of respect for you as a leader and really excited um, for, for your new executive role at Greenhouse. And um, it was great speaking with you today. Nah, thanks for having me, John. I really appreciate being here. That wraps up another edition of The Great Retention. Thank you for joining us and being a leader who genuinely cares about recognizing and empowering the everyday hero and the team members around you. We are proud to support your leadership journey and grateful for your support of this podcast. If you haven't already, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. This helps us get this content in front of more aspiring people first business leaders. If you'd like more perspectives on how to create exceptional cultures around award-winning talent, Go to coolleaf.com and sign up for our newsletter to get them straight into your inbox two times per month. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat with Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening. Now go be people first leaders by celebrating and connecting your people today. HR professionals, thanks for listening. As promised, this episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. To claim your SHRM credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM. To claim your HRCI credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI. Complete the three-question form to receive your certification code. That's coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM 
and coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI.